Welcome to the BAPS Better Living Podcast. Thank you for choosing to spend your time with us today. Can you hear me? Hello? How about now? Is this better? Yes? Great. These phrases now feel all too familiar as we adjusted to a new way of interacting, a new way of connecting to one another post-pandemic. Let's consider a different type of connectivity. Not internet or Wi-Fi connectivity, but the connectivity with the individuals around us. If connectivity is good or high, we listen with understanding and spend quality time with the person. On the other hand, when the connectivity is bad or low, we tend not to take the time to listen. And if we do, we're often listening to respond or to drive our own agenda. But do we truly listen with our hearts and our minds? Many times, when we find ourselves getting ignored at work or within family discussions, all we want to do is stop and shout, Hello, are you listening? Do you hear me? When our connectivity is low, we are less aware of the world around us. For example, we may find ourselves not realizing that someone is behind us and then letting the door shut on them. We may be absent-minded when looking down at our phones on a 32-floor elevator ride, not noticing that the only other person in this tiny metal cube is crying. Low connectivity is having a meeting with someone who's been off sick and not taking a moment to ask them how they're doing. We can roll through life with low connectivity, but will that bring us joy? Does it bring joy to others? Does this low connectivity serve me? And the truth is, we all want better connectivity. We all want to be heard. Personally, I want high connectivity to myself, to others, and to God. But how? My late guru, Pramukh Swami Maharaj, would often use the time reserved in his schedule for food or sleep to listen to the difficulties of devotees. He would read their letters or listen to their problems, empathize with their emotions, and guide them with their solutions. Only after taking the time and the heart to do that would he carry on with his own schedule. Growing up, my mentors at the Mandir, a Hindu place of worship, created similar experiences for me. Jigna Patel, who is an incredible woman who has become a dear friend, held the role of leading the women's activities at the BAPS Swaminarayan Mandir in Toronto. Holding many responsibilities, she would receive so many phone calls, she would always be attending meetings, and she was very, very busy with planning and implementation of various events around the Mandir. One thing that always struck me was that no matter how busy she was and no matter where she was rushing off to, she always took the time out to say hello and ask me how things were going in my life. And she listened with empathy and compassion, just as my guru did. Not only does the younger generation tune into the high connectivity, but the seniors at the Mandir do as well. A volunteer leader at the Mandir, Chandrakant Sachdev, is an elder within the community. Holding this prominent role, he is naturally a very busy and popular man. However, 
each time he sees me at the mandir, even if we're just passing each other in the corridor, he will stop in his tracks and ask me how I'm doing. He'll look me in the eye and he'll wait for an answer. There have been many occasions when he will be speaking with important guests, yet he always takes the time to greet me and make me feel special. This made me reflect on the many times that I rush past people I haven't seen for a while at the mandir or in the workplace because I'm on a mission to get somewhere or get something done. When such individuals have taken time out for me, even when they are clearly in a rush, they listen with their minds and hearts and their eyes express genuine care for me. It touches my heart and it does not go unnoticed. I know that they are moving about their lives with high connectivity. In my role as an instructional facilitator with my district school board, I visit many schools, support many teachers, and I work with many students. I also get a chance to see many emotions. I notice how children scream for attention through their behaviors. If we were just to give a little time, a little attention, and slow down in our conversations and truly listen with our hearts, I know we would see a difference in this world, just as Jigna, Chandrakant, and my guru do. I used to find it difficult to connect with teachers, and I wondered why fewer teachers wanted to make the time to work with me. With some guidance from my supervisor, I realized that it was important for me to build a connection with them if I wanted them to receive my messages. After discussing a little bit more with my supervisor, I reflected on her advice. I also reflected on my own experiences and teachings from the mandir. I recalled one quote specifically from the Yogi Gita scripture. It states, One must build connection and love before any message is received. At that point, I decided I needed to build higher connectivity and love through the act of listening. The teachers don't want a solution to their vent. They just want to vent for the sake of venting. So I provided them with a platform to talk, and my goal was to listen. At times, I would ask them questions about what they shared, and at other times, I simply validated how they were feeling. But I committed five to ten minutes of our time together to having this informal dialogue before moving forward with any task at hand. Ever since I started this practice, I noticed a huge shift. I want to listen more to build connections. I want to listen to show that I care, and I want to listen to truly connect on a deeper level with the individual. I wanted to spend a little extra time with my niece one day, so I asked my brother what we might do together. I suggested rock climbing, a visit to the bookstore, maybe some crafts, baking cookies and swimming. To that, my brother responded with something quite wise, which he often did. Deepa, kids just need our time. While all of those activities are fun to do together, he was right. Even if we sat down and had a conversation, played with some Lego or dinosaur figures, or created some artwork, she would be just as happy because I was giving her love and attention. Through the inspiration of the various individuals at the Mandir and my family that have taught me the importance of high connectivity through listening and genuine care, I have learned that to build relationships, we need to be in high connectivity mode. This means 
We must listen to people in the moment, but also remember the conversation later. We need to remember how they take their coffee or what allergies or food sensitivities they might have. What are their preferences or their interests? Their children's birthdays. In general, we need to connect with people for who they are. This takes genuine listening. I recently was gifted a sound bath meditation by a close friend of mine for my birthday. I had no idea what to expect, except I knew that the sound bath meditation would help to release stress, tension, and fatigue through sound healing, which has a presence in many cultures as a natural remedy. Waves and vibrations of sound through wind and percussion instruments floated through the air, through my body, and into my soul. It was an experience like none other I've had before. I had a chance to truly relax and thoroughly listen to the sounds I was hearing. It was as though I was being forced to listen. And not just listen, but listen to understand. Listen to feel. To reap the benefits, I had to listen with high connectivity. But this time, I had to connect the sounds to myself. Towards the end of the meditation, we all had the option of joining in with chanting and making sounds from our throats. As I lay there vocalizing sounds from my body and my soul, I felt something incredible. Because I was in tune with everyone else in the room at that point, and because I had high connectivity in that moment, I was able to hear the various tones, pitches, and sounds of each and every person in that room. It was one of the most magnificent experiences I have ever had. I realized that listening with intent can only happen if I practice listening to myself. After the sound bath, when chanting the Om Mantra as a part of my daily worship, I feel the desire to want to feel the vibration from within. I want to listen to myself with higher connectivity. So next time someone is screaming, can you hear me? Whether it's through their words or their actions, take a moment to look them in the eye with high connectivity and say, yes, I hear you. I'm listening. We hope you enjoyed this Better Living episode and that it added value to your life. All the content on this channel, including this episode, is created and managed entirely by swamis and volunteers of BAPS from around the world. Our volunteers are continuously inspired by the sincere, transparent, and selfless lives of Pramukh Swami Maharaj, the late guru of BAPS, and Mahan Swami Maharaj, the current guru of BAPS. Their character, their teachings, and their service to humanity have inspired millions of people of all backgrounds, faiths, and cultures throughout the world. They have encouraged all, regardless of one's beliefs, to live a mindful, balanced, and harmonious life. The episodes in this Better Living podcast are directly inspired by their teachings. If you enjoyed this episode and would like more content that inspires you to be better and to do better, follow us on Instagram and YouTube by searching for BAPS Better Living. Thanks again for choosing to spend your time with us today.